Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. If you are cranky, you might want to put down the French fries. How to make fairy tales more politically correct. And if you've got a sunburn, might be time to get out the milk. It is Monday, the 14th of May, 2018. We're Jeff and Jen and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. According to an author named Rachel Kelly, she wrote a new book called The Happiness Diet, and she says that eating fast food puts you in a bad mood. She says it's because of all the trans fats in fast food, especially the fries. They mess with the levels of omega-3 fatty acids in your body, and she says that leads you to being more pessimistic. Or aggressive, even depressed. That's upsetting to me because I have always felt that fries made me a much happier person. For sure. I, I love agree. fries. Uh, the first love, thing love, love, out of my them. mouth after I finished eating them is, oh, that hit the spot. And I could eat more. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be part of my problem. I do love potatoes. Uh, let's see. Uh, fast food, though, I have to tell you, she's not just going after fast food. Uh, she says fast food is not the only food that she says will bum you out. Uh, basically, it boils down to anything and everything that tastes good <laughs> will make will bum you out. Because it gives you an immediate high, and so you have to crash from it. She says some of the other foods that will put you in a bad mood, any kind of diet soda, any kind of sugary cereal, any prepackaged donuts, shortening and margarine, salty snacks, and canned food. Wow. Yes. I all love of it. all of those things, and I feel great. I know. <laughs> I mean, if that's bumming all of us out, and we like pretty much everything on that list, imagine how pretty and pleasant we would be if we didn't eat that. I, I mean, am, look at us now. I am bringing in celery tomorrow, and we are going to be so happy. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that same level of satisfaction and happiness from celery, carrot sticks, and other rabbit food. Yeah, me either. Maybe she does. but I mean, if I get to dip it in ranch, maybe. You know, the celery and the carrots. I'll tell you what. <laughs> KFC has some great honey mustard. Jen. Did you have a bowl yesterday or something? <laughs> That's what she did for Mother's Day. I'm on a bit of a kick. I like the uh, their, their chicken tenders dipped in the honey mustard. I love KFC. Yep. All right. Meanwhile, you got a guy named Josh Berger from Queens, New York, who just sued Halo Top. Ah, uh, why? Uh, 
for, quote, false, deceptive, and misleading labeling. He says that Halo Top's light ice cream looks too much like regular ice cream. Which is the glory of it. Well, he doesn't see it that way. He bought a pint of it for $7 last year. <laughs> it ain't cheap. <laughs> and he said that he found it was actually harder and less creamy than regular ice cream. True. And when he took a second look at the label, he realized why. It was light ice cream, and he was furious. So now he's suing, and it gets it's better. It's because he can't read. He says one of his reasons for suing is because Halo makes him think of the halo over an angel's head, which he pictures as yellow, which makes him think of butter, which makes him think of creaminess. Dude, you are reaching here. It's in the lawsuit. That's pretty funny. And if you'd like to join the lawsuit, you can. He wants us to be a a class action lawsuit. He's seeking a minimum of $5 million. So keep an eye out. Huh. Meanwhile, the Social Security Administration just released its data on the most popular baby names last year. And, well, they don't look that different than they did in 2016 or 15 or 14, 13, 12, 11, or 10. But here we go. The 10 most popular names for girls in 2017, starting at number 10, Abigail. Number nine, Abigail. Abby, sure. Evelyn, Mm -hmm. Amelia, Charlotte. That's cute. That's it a little Princess cute. Charlotte that Kate it. Middleton had. Maya, Sophia, Isabella, Ava, Olivia, and number one, the number one most popular name for girls in 2017. Penelope. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not Penelope. I'm okay with it. Emma. Emma. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's the most popular name for the fourth year in a row, and it's been in the top three for a decade straight now. Olivia was also second for the fourth year in a row. Uh, For boys, the top 10 names last year were Liam at number one, followed by Noah, William, James, Logan, Benjamin, Mason, Mm. Elijah, Oliver, and Jacob rounding out the top 10. Ah, Oliver, Ollie. I just love that. Jacob has been around for a while, too. Yeah, But that's Jacob with a C, isn't it? It is Jacob with a C. Jacob with the cat. This is the first time Liam was the number one name. It's been the second most popular name for the past three years. Noah dropped from most popular to second most popular. And the names that had the biggest jumps in popularity last year for girls were Ensley and Oakland. Hmm. O-A-K-L-Y-N-N, Oakland. And for boys, they were Wells, W-E-L-L-S. Wells saw a huge jump and... I'm I'm going to assume this is pronounced Cairo, K A I R O. Mm-hmm. 
Also, the girl's name, Melania, had the fifth biggest <laughs> jump last year. So we could see more of that. More Melania's coming our way. I mean, how many years was Jennifer? I mean, it, I know oh, it, yeah. the first year that it was the number one was the year I was born. But it seems like between, because we're a few years apart. Yes. And it seemed like there was a nice <laughs> run there Forever. of Jennifer's. Yeah, because there's so yeah. many of them. Yep. Around our age. Uh, and uh, sorry, Star Wars fans. Uh, the biggest drops, the names that had the biggest <laughs> drops last year were Kylo for boys. Or is it Leia? Ryan? Who's R I A A N? Ryan? Ryan? Come on, you're the Star uh, Wars fan. I you... mean, there's Ray, but it's spelled R E Y. What is it? It says the names that had the biggest drops last year were Ryan or Ryan? Ryan? R-I-A-A-N. It's a Star Wars character. She might have been the character in that one uh, Star Wars story. I'm not sure. Oh, that's a that's a girl. I think it It might be. It says Ryan and Kylo for boys. Maybe it's Ryan. Like Ryan. R-Y-A-N. Maybe. You got me. Anyway, and the biggest drops for girls were Julianne and Wendy. Hmm. All right. Talk about fairy tales, all right? You got your kid. Kid's got a name. Reading kid stories now. Fairy tales. Think about this. Fairy tales are written in a time when things were very different. And that seems to be leading us to a very 2018 trend. We're seeing a number of parents change parts of those classic stories when they tell them to their kids. In fact, they did a survey on this. And about a quarter of parents are doing this because, in their opinion, some of these fairy tales are too scary or send a bad message. I mean, they're they're violent. They are violent. But they are tales. Right. They are not real. I know. And it's they funny because stories. I didn't realize how violent they were until it I was a grown-up. When I was fiction. a kid reading them, it, I don't feel like I was traumatized. I don't like this because I feel like it's starting... A trend of things that I'm not going to be okay with because like they're going to like they're going to start cha- because they're really really mean to Charlie Brown in all of the Charlie Brown. They're cartoons. terrible to Charlie Brown. So right. I just foresee them at some point are going to be like we're not going to let them be mean to Charlie anymore. We're going to change the whole thing. And as a traditionalist, I like watching the old school mean stuff. But isn't doesn't there come a time? <laughs> you go, girl. You go. <laughs> though. I mean, I know, it's but it's true. my responsibility to teach my kid. This is what happens on TV. That's not real. This is reality. You can be a nice kid. Well, I see that argument, but then there isn't there always? Uh, don't we always have to continue to grow and change? True. I mean, at one point, I mean, there are so many things in our history that needed to change and needed to go. I agree with that. Is this is this a natural evolution? They have to take it on a case-by-case basis I because agree. let's not forget that Charlie Brown always wins in the end. You know, He, he does get the always, girl, little girl with the red hair. He always triumphs. Uh, <laughs> and he always rises above and he never quits. So credit to Charlie <laughs> Brown for that. But as far as these fairy tales are concerned... Eh, some parents feel like they're too scary, or they send a bad message, or they're not politically correct. Here are some examples. In Little Red Riding Hood, the wolf doesn't eat the grandma. And instead of killing him, he and Red Riding Hood become friends at the end. That's not too bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the whole story. Hey, like, What's the point of the story, then? Uh, yeah. When mean people come to your house, make them your friend. Reconciliation. Okay. All right, nice. That's right. Reconciliation. Don't eat people. Diplomacy. 
But what if, if then the kid's going to become friends with a real wolf in real life and get rabies? You've got a point. And that wolf can eat the baby. It's all very symbolic. I mean, you know, let's not treat kids. Let's not teach kids that wolves are nice. They're not. Because they don't need to play. Just let you know. Just trying to teach kids that, you know, the first option shouldn't be the nuclear option. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Number two. Let's take three little pigs, for instance. Yeah. And the three little pigs... They don't trick the wolf into going down a chimney into a boiling pot. I mean, he, that's violent. That's Did pretty you violent, want right? To land in a pot of boiling water. They trick the wolf yes. into going down a existence? chimney and right. into a boiling pot. Instead, in the politically correct version, he just apologizes and oh, they well, let him go. Is an apology really enough when you're blowing down people's houses? I mean, don't you think that you should offer to rebuild or at least reimburse? Well, you can add that to your story then. Okay. The gingerbread man doesn't get eaten at the end, but it doesn't say what does happen. You'll yeah. have to make up your own ending on that. Okay. Hansel and Gretel, they do not get abandoned in the woods in the politically correct version. Because that's scary. And they don't kill the witch to escape. What do they do to the witch? <laughs> Nothing. I don't know. It doesn't say. You've got to make up your own ending. It's not even a story if they don't get lost. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then... In The Ugly Duckling, they basically avoid telling The Ugly Duckling because they say it promotes body shaming and bullying, which I disagree with. I think the whole point of The Ugly Duckling is that we all go through an awkward phase, and it's mm-hmm. all part of the growth and well, yeah, coming-of-age process before we <laughs> blossom into a better version of ourselves. <laughs> For some of us, that Ugly Duckling phase lasts a really long time. Oh. And when it does, Don't be so okay. hard on yourself. I know. Right. But, you know, we got to teach that it's okay. It's not, you know, that's not who you are. Well, good. You can rewrite it. then. Individuality. There you go. Lots of options there. The possibilities are endless, Jen. There are a lot of really new, great books out there that you don't have to change any parts to the story. Like yeah. Savannah mm-hmm. Guthrie wrote a book called Princesses Wear Pants. Oh, I'm in. And it's about, uh, my mom <laughs> bought it for our, our daughter because it's the character's name is Princess Penelope Pineapple. Nice. And it's all about how she, you know, wears dresses, but she also likes to wear pants when she's like doing different things. And she uh, is forced to wear a dress to the ball and she doesn't want to wear a dress. She wants to wear pants and she has to save the royal cat from the moat. So she takes off her dress and has her pants on because she has to have pants on in order to save the cat. Huh. So the moral of the story <laughs> is that know? if you look like Savannah Guthrie, you can pull off anything. That's right. It's a good book. And uh, here we are at the bar. This is Bar Jeff and Jen. <laughs> and Nine News Consumer Reporter John Matteris just showed up for a drink. Hey, John, pull up a, hey. pull up a stool. Yeah. Yeah, let me, uh, let me pull on up and uh, and order me up a, a cocktail. You know, it's a beautiful summer day, and why not? <laughs> Set in the why mood. Not? But I tell you. It's busy in here this morning, isn't it? It is. I can't believe all the people who came out for a mimosa or a bloody this oh, time of sure. this time of morning. People are drinking <laughs> early today. The Jeff and Jen show. <laughs> but we just did a report about some bar drinks you should avoid. You should Ooh. avoid, and it's like, yeah, Jen is giving me that look like... Why? But what do you mean? <laughs> are there any drinks you should you should avoid? Actually, there are. Money Magazine just came out with this story. 
and uh, we, we, we put it on Channel 9 because it was, it was such a good story uh, about some bar drinks that are not good for your wallet or good for your waistline or both. Oh, wow. Ooh. Both. Yeah, you hate to think of that. Uh, for instance, a straight shot of liquor. Problem with a straight shot of liquor is they give you so little and it costs a ton. Yeah. In other words, it's like 12 bucks. To get a shot of something, you know, you yep. want some uh, some good bourbon or something. It's like twelve bucks a or shot. Patron. Yeah, and they give you like less than a shot because those shot glasses are so tiny. They say if you want a better value, order a drink neat, N E A T. Oh yeah, oh. that means it comes in like a cocktail glass, like a James Bond cocktail glass. Yep, and they typically give you like a shot and a half. Hmm. So that's a, good that's a to better, know. That's good to know. A better a, a better deal there. They also say uh, bar drink not to order a white Russian. They're high in fat because of all that cream. Oh, yeah. The cream mm. might be expired, warm, Ugh. nasty. You don't want that. And Probably also, is. And also, you know what? Russians tend to be sneaky. I mean, you just can't. You just can't trust. Just can't trust the Russian. Can't trust him. John Mallory's at WCTL.com. Russian. That's where to email me. Okay. Long Island iced tea. Oh my goodness! That's what he said. Used to be the most bang for your buck. That'll get you there fast. But they say it's expensive and quote more alcohol than anyone should consume in 20 minutes. It is the most bang for your buck. What do you get? Like four, five shots? Yeah, it's like six different liquors. I think a little splash of coke. Serious. Long Island iced tea. Also a frozen daiquiri. Hate to tell you that because it's lots and lots and lots of sugar. And in most bars. Very little alcohol. Very little alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's just like... You're just like, wasting your money there, Yeah, right? it's like going to get a, a snow... You might as well go to the snow cone vendor out right. on the street and right. get a snow cone. Because well, they, they say, do a lot of those pre-mixed things now where they yeah. have them like in the circle thing, but, and it's like they have no alcohol yeah, in that. it's like I might as well just get a speedy freeze for yeah. 79 cents. That's why you've got to get a shot on then top a, of then it. A, then a, yeah, then a frozen daiquiri for, for $11. And then finally, Red Bull and vodka. You won't notice you're drunk until you're face down in the parking lot. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that business. So what does John Matarese order when he goes drinking? What can we get you? I'm a beer guy. Beer I'm guy. totally, totally a beer guy. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, and what's my your best, favorite beer? Best value. I have a lot of, lot of different favorites. I I don't want to name a certain local brewery. I gotcha. The other ones will get mad at me, gotcha. but you know what? We got some great, great. Is local. that what you like? Do you like more of the micro brews? Yes, I love the craft the... beers. The local craft beers, absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. Nice. So, so there you go. Hey, later today on Nine on Your Side, we've got a great eye team for you. Did you hear about this one? They're interviewing Shayna Hoobers. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Mm. For, for interview, for, for murdering her husband. And uh, we have the first sit-down interview with her tonight at 6. So one-on-one. Wow. One-on-one with, with, uh, with Nine on Your Side. So worth checking mm, out. Wow. Don't waste your money. All right. And We're going to order another round for John. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.